Hi, and welcome to Her Next Chapters podcast. I'm your host, Christina Cole. I'm a mom of three and soon to be an empty nester. I'm also a certified HR pro who restarted my career after being a stay-at-home mom for over a decade. I created this podcast to connect with moms who have an empty nest on the horizon and are wanting to redefine their identity outside of motherhood, which might include a job search. On this show, we'll have raw conversations about our ever-changing roles as moms. We'll hear from women who restarted their careers and share tips for a job search after a career break. So if that's you, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. Hi, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Her Next Chapters. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm so excited for today's episode. If you're listening in real time, this is the first week of December 2023, and the year has gone by so fast. I know for, for myself, and I suspect for many of you, the month of December is crazy busy. And in addition to all the holiday activity, there are also holiday parties and gatherings. It's just a time for more than normal social encounters with friends, acquaintances, neighbors, extended family, strangers, and how we present ourselves in a quick 30 seconds can be the difference of finding a job or not, given that so many jobs come out of your network. It really is about who you know. So now is a great time to be practicing your pitch for the holidays. So with listening to today's podcast, I'm hope, my hope is that at the end, you'll have some tips and tricks and some, some tools for how to answer that question, what are you up to these days? Before we get started with the tips and tools, I want to share an example of how this worked in real life for me. We were at a dinner that our neighbors had had thrown for us, a dinner party, just the two families. Our boys had played sports together, and it's the first time we were at their house uh, for dinner. And it was the week between Christmas and New Year's. And of course, naturally, the conversation came up, what are your goals for next year? Or do you have any New Year's resolutions? And when it was my turn, I said, well, yes, I'm actually planning on going back to work. And of course, then the question, the conversation evolved around, well, what do you do? And, you know, human resources. And it turns out just a few doors down from, from the people I was having dinner with, their neighbor is the recruiting director at the local hospital. So my friend made the introduction for me, obviously not at dinner, but afterwards and into the new year. And I was able to have a conversation with that recruiting director and submitted my application, my resume, and was able to interview for a job. So that connection happened because of a a social dinner conversation. So if I wasn't ready for that conversation, number one, I might not have even brought it up because I might have been like embarrassed or uncomfortable and not know how to talk about it. And number two, I might have, you know, just kind of stumbled and not really been clear, but because I was excited and I knew what I wanted to say, it, it landed well and I got that introduction. So with the, from here, let's start with some tools, some, some things to help you be able to answer those questions for yourself. So first of all, what do we mean? What, what do people mean when they say a 30 second elevator pitch? Well, it's simple. It is socializing with purpose but you want to keep it brief. And of course, it can happen anywhere. Have you ever run into someone you haven't seen for a while at the grocery store? 
I know that happens to me all the time in my community, especially now that my kids are older and I don't see the moms from elementary school anymore where we volunteered together. <clears throat> I've run into people at the grocery store probably at least a couple times a month, people I haven't seen in a long time. And it's very natural to say, what have you been up to? So it's just, it's conversational. You want to keep it short. Um, and like I said, socializing with purpose. It also can answer the question, the interview question, tell me about yourself, right? So you do want to have something planned and in your mind and ready um, to talk about when those questions come up so you're not stumbling over your words. So with that, let's get into some a couple of exercises. We are going to time travel together. So first, we're going to go back in time. Before you left your career, before you became a full-time caregiver, think about how you would have introduced yourself before your career break. And take some time to write it down and be thoughtful and put yourself into that mindset of who you were as a professional. This is a time to, to reflect back and kind of put yourself back into that mindset and remember who you used to be in a professional light. And then once you've done that, we're going to time travel again, this time to the future. Now I want you to answer the question, how would you like to be able to introduce yourself if the stars align and you get your dream job? So take some time to think about that. And then we have the question specifically, if this is an interview type of tell me about yourself, not just running into someone at the grocery store, but if you are in a more professional setting, whether it's an interview or networking, informational interview, perhaps in the 30 second elevator pitch, the question I get from my clients is how do I address my career break? Well, you're going to address the break directly. Don't try to hide it. However, you don't need to justify why you took the break. You don't need to get into the details of exactly how long the break was. What you do want to do is focus on what you offer and where you're headed and what you want to do. Let me give you an example of what I mean. So I know when I first started my return to work journey, my confidence wasn't very high. And I'd been out for you know 12 to 13 years at that point and felt like I had to justify why I was out. Like there's a good reason. So listen to, to this example and, uh, and then I'll give you a better, a stronger example. So to answer the question, tell me about yourself. Well, I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past 13 years. My son has had a lot of surgeries, so I've needed to be home. But his last major surgery was a few months ago. And I used to work in HR, so I'm looking to get back into that. Okay, so friends, I have to be honest. I actually said those types of things in interviews. Oh, if you could see me right now, I'm doing a face plant. Uh, what is that called? A palm plant to my head. Um, so let's break this down. You know, I had to, I told them 13 years. Does that really matter to them? It just probably makes me less of a candidate to name the amount of time. My son has had a lot of surgeries. So how is that relative to the job that I might be talking with them about? And like I said, I actually said this in interviews. I cringe at the thought. But are my son's surgeries and my reason for being home important in any way, shape, or form to the job that I want to do, to the job I want to get hired for? We all know the answer is no. 
So it really doesn't belong in my tell me about myself uh, answer. And then the last sentence, I used to work in HR and I'm looking to get back into that. Can you hear the excitement? <laughs> it sounds like it's a total default and I don't know what else to do. And, you know, there might have been times that was the case. It kind of was a default and I wasn't sure what else I wanted to do. So now after uh, going through this process, going through, a, you know, several interviews and, and just kind of refining like how to approach all of this, let me, uh, Let's do this exercise again with this example. And this time I'm going to share with you my strong, uh, tell me about yourself, my strong elevator pitch. All right, here we go. Tell me about yourself. Well, after a 10-year career in human resources, I took a career break while raising my family. I've continued to enjoy coaching and mentoring others through my volunteer work. And I'm looking forward to using these skills as an HR professional again. In fact, I'm studying to take the SPHR certification in a couple of months to make sure my knowledge is up to date. All right, friends, can you hear the difference? I, I think it's pretty obvious. I hope it's pretty obvious. It's not just I'm, I used to work in HR and I want to come back. It's no, I, I had 10 years of a career, right? And I'm excited to come back. That came through. The piece about the career break was just a handful of words. I took a career break while raising my family, period. All right, I want you to hear that, period. I don't, in the strong example, the healthy example, I'm not justifying why I stayed home. I'm not telling them how many kids. I'm not telling them my kid had medical challenges or how long exactly I was out. I'm just saying I was out while raising my family. And the whole rest of it is focusing on what I can offer and my excitement to come back right? I've enjoyed coaching and mentoring others through my volunteer work, meaning I have current experience outside of my house. And I'm looking forward to using these skills. Oh, not only that, I am getting recertified as a professional in my field, right? So do you, the difference is just so stark. And I've used both examples in real life. I will tell you the second example, the strong example certainly carried more weight and helped me get farther. <laughs> so you've heard from me two different ways that I handled my elevator pitch. One that was very weak and lacking confidence and the other that was much stronger and, and hopefully showed a lot more confidence. What I'd like to do now is give you a few more examples of how you might answer these questions depending on where you're at in your, in your job search and your readiness to return. There's really three different uh, scenarios one is you know exactly what you want to do. So we'll do that one first. So someone asks you, you know, so what are you up to these days? And you answer, well, now that the kids are getting older, I'm thinking about going back to work. I love my career in marketing. I look forward to using those skills in a nonprofit environment. Now, if you are a person who isn't quite sure what you want to do, maybe you're exploring different options, you could answer this way. I'm exploring different career options. I'm interested in customer service roles in the technology industry. I also have a finance background, so that's something else I'm looking into. All right, and then the third situation, and maybe maybe this is you, it's you just don't know what you want. You it's been a long time that you've been a stay-at-home mom and you have a lot of interests 
and you just aren't really sure what's next for you. So here's a way to answer that. I'm not really sure what I want to do, so I'm taking this opportunity to explore different options. A couple of things I'm interested in are project management and event planning. And again, then just let the conversation flow naturally from there. You'll notice it was literally just a couple sentences that for each example, whether you have absolute clarity or you're exploring a couple of different paths or you just aren't sure at all, the primary message is that you are thinking about going back to work. And if you want to use the word thinking about or you are ready to go back to work or you are excited to go back to work, whatever terminology and whatever's true for you is, is what to say in your, your elevator pitch. So confidence, that's what really is the difference between the weak example and the strong example is having confidence. You want to watch out for words like just, just a stay-at-home mom. That means you're a superwoman, right? You have superpowers if you're a mom. So let's let's make sure that you don't diminish your role in what you're doing now. If there was one thing I could give to each of you listeners, just one thing, I would give you confidence. Just one person needs to believe in you. Now, I was working with a coach and she's the one who taught me this lesson. And when she said this to me, just one person needs to believe in you. What I thought she meant was one hiring manager. I needed one decision maker to give me a chance. But that's not what she meant. The one person who needs to believe in you is you. You are that person. Once you believe in yourself, that confidence is going to show through to everyone else. And that hiring manager is going to be excited to hire you and want you on their team. Now go back to my weak and strong examples. The weak example shows lack of confidence. The strong example shows confidence and someone you want to work with, right? So that internal confidence is key to this whole process. And if you questions to kind of help uh, get your mojo going, to help you find your confidence, this, if you're someone who journals or if you like, just like to think things through in your mind um, or if writing, writing it down helps you or maybe having a conversation with a friend, um, but to think about these questions, what is your superpower? What motivates you? Like, why, why do you want to return to work? What, why, what is your motivation behind that? And it's okay if it's money. <laughs> and But when we think of like, why this career path? Why this job? Why this employer? Think about what motivates you for those things. And if you don't know those answers, maybe journal on those. That might be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> um, and think about what you find rewarding. And with that, it's you know even what would you do for free? What are you doing for free? Because it's internally rewarding, right? So think about those things and be able to talk about those. And what comes naturally for you? You, each one of us has our own unique gifting, things that we do really easy, really well. Like they, they're, they come easy to us and we do them really well. And those are the things that 
that we tend to overlook because they come so easily. It's not hard, right? It comes so easily for us. Like I enjoy writing and writing comes relatively easy for me, but I don't think of it as a superpower because it's so easy, right? But for for you, if if writing is your gift or maybe it's speaking or maybe it's social media, like just like you just love being in there and commenting or maybe, you know, care uh, taking care of people, um, numbers, if you're a detail person and you love spreadsheets, um, coming up with ideas, or maybe you're into process or what, whatever it is that comes naturally for you that isn't hard, that's part of your superpower. And take the time to celebrate that and be confident in your ability. So those are, sorry, I just get like really excited. Those are some things that are really going to make a difference as you approach your job search and as you approach your 30-second elevator pitch and answering the questions, what have you been up to lately? Or tell me about yourself. Which is brings us to the next thing, which is being conversational. Even though I encourage you to write this down, write down your elevator pitch or pitches. You might have a couple if you're going in a couple different directions. Write them down, practice them, but be conversational with them. You don't have to respond with your rehearsed, precise elevator pitch each time you, you have the conversation, right? You're just going to be answering questions like, what have you been up to lately? Do you have any plans for the new year? How have you been? Right? So just have the basics in mind of how you want to answer those questions. But you do want to practice them out loud so that they could be, you know, so that you don't stumble over your words when the time comes. And like I said, you might have two or three even of different pitches, depending on, you know, maybe you're looking at different options of what you want to do and either build that into one answer or depending situational. Like if you're talking with a recruiter for a particular type of role, you're going to narrow it down to the elevator pitch around that role um, versus, you know, telling a friend that I'm interested in three different things. So conversational. So be prepared to answer questions. Why do you want to do this type of work? What is it that you find interesting about it? Why do you want to stay in or maybe move to this field? And when are you having the most fun? And then put all those bits and pieces together to make a conversational elevator pitch that includes your motivations. So I do want to address that this does take some courage. I know that night at that dinner table when I was asked, what are your resolutions for next year? I know it took some courage for me to say that. Um, so I don't know if that's something you can relate to. It's like putting it out there is a little scary. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But then it's like I'm going to be held accountable. Those people are going to ask me in a month or two, like, so do you have a job? Um, and I might not because it's not 100% in my control, right? But if I don't put it out there and don't talk to people about it, my odds of giving getting a job or getting what I want, whatever it is in life, they go down substantially, right? You got to put it out into the universe in order for the universe to give it back to you. So it takes a little bit of courage. You're going to have to put yourself out there. Be sure to practice out loud. I promise it'll make it easier. And the more you do it, the easier it'll get. And with that written elevator pitch, take the time to write it down because it can become a great about section on LinkedIn. So that's a whole nother podcast, LinkedIn. 
uh, we will get there. But in the meantime, be thinking your your elevator pitch. It can be repurposed um, in writing on your LinkedIn profile. I hope that this was helpful for you today. Um, enjoy the holiday season. Enjoy gatherings with friends uh, and family, neighbors, um, people you know, new people, and you know have your have your conversational uh, answers ready. And I'm excited for for you with what uh, what connections might come out of it. And if you don't have things filling up on your calendar, maybe this is an opportunity for you to be the host. And I know for myself, when I have people over, my house is the cleanest that it ever is <laughs> because that gives me that motivation to, to clean and make it look neat and pretty for, for my guests. And it doesn't have to be a big event. It could just be something, you know, a cookie exchange or desserts and drinks, you know, or potluck. And it's just, you know, it's a great time of year to, to spend time with friends and family. And again, the more people that you talk to about what you want, the more opportunities you're going to have to make those connections. All right, friends, until next time. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this episode hit home for you. And if it didn't, well, go easy on me. I'm still figuring this all out. And if you haven't already, be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and say hello so I can personally thank you for listening. Until next time, remember, your story is uniquely your own. And your next chapters are ready to begin. <laughs>